Hello, Martin. Hello. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas to you. As it, as your hat says, ho, ho, ho. I love your hat. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to get a nice screenshot of us doing this video call. <laughs> because we both look so festive. Rob, I can see your Christmas tree in the background. You've yes. got the Santa hat on. It's all happening. We're having a party here. Yeah, man. Well, I've, That's what it's all about. We had our youth group Christmas party this afternoon, which was wall-to-wall silly games and Christmas nonsense. Oh, wow. Well, I hope you've got some energy for our little party here. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I have some left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as it young as warm, I was. Warm-up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, warm up. Cool. so, so yeah. this, is the, this is the God Bothers Christmas special. Yeah, we made it all the way to Christmas. We did, in one we piece. Did. We did it. We had a little break because of busyness, yep. I think, <laughs> and forgetfulness, <laughs> just forgetting a month. But um, we're back, we're back Yeah, uh, with a vengeance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we've got the tree, got the Christmas tree done, um, my two boys helped decorate it. Looking good. And um, I had to severely prune it, though. Really? Uh, to get it to fit. Wow. Yeah. It was quite a Christmas pudding of a tree. It was, like, really bulbous. <laughs> oh, it was the girth. Um, you had to prune the yeah, girth. Yeah, it was the girth, not the height. Oh, wow. Um, the height's okay, but, yeah, I had to, had to get some, um, what do you call them? Not pliers. What are, what's a gut? Sh- not shears. Loppers. I should know this. No, Se- even secateurs. 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 That's it. That's Which, it. So, I, I always think of the sort of romantic garden implement. The secateur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely more romantic than a hoe. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. What um? What's your favourite thing about Christmas, Rob? Oh goodness! I f- oh god! I do just love Christmas. I do just love it. I love. Oh, I love both sides of it. If I can split Christmas into two, so the churchy side of it. Yep. I love all that. I love going to the Christmas services. I love singing the carols. Yep. Love all that stuff. Um, but I also love the. Uh, present giving mm. and um, receiving presents. That's <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, de- decorating the house. Um, oh, and the food. Yay! I love food. Yeah, food is especially, great, especially especially Christmas food. <laughs> I I think I put on a stone every Christmas. Um, and I'm not joking. Actually, I think <laughs> as I get older. The weight I put on mm. during Christmas is harder to uh, shed. So in January, like your tree, you need to prune your girth. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I wish it was as easy as, uh, yeah, just using some secateurs. I don't know how it's so hard. But anyway, food, <laughs> the, the yeah, I love it. Do you, so I haven't really got a favorite thing, I don't think. I lo- I just love the magic of it. Mm. I guess that, just that's that. my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about you? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm much the same, really. I, I love it all as well, and I love the just the sense of magic in the air, you know. I mean, I suppose magic, yeah. I mean, that's the closest word you can really describe, you know. Enchantment, maybe, or, you know, it's another word of saying yeah. the same thing. But yeah. but also, I don't know, there is something about it where, you know, the, the churchy side of it, where you do feel somehow close to mystery, you know, in, in, a, in a just a weird way. Like, you, it's always... It's more or less the same every year, right? But yeah, and, and yet you're constantly sort of in awe at this little baby in the manger and the whole feeling that of of that sort of hush, you know, the silent night and mm. you know just all of that stuff. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's it's just a wonderful thing, and and I guess the secular part of it, the feasting of it, and all that sort of revelry and that, yeah, you know, is 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 just part of the whole thing. I think you know, I don't. It's an interesting one, the sacred and the secular. I don't necessarily want to divide them up too much. You know, I think it's it's a feast day because it's a religious festival. It's yeah. in the wintertime because it's a feast day in the winter. You know, like, you could go around the houses trying to find the origin of all these things. But actually, it's all... It probably goes back to a time when really the sacred and the secular were just one. There wasn't any distinction. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, um, yeah. I guess so. It's uh, so it's quite nice having that, you know, going back to that kind of integration. Um, yeah, and I guess the, the giving of gifts—that's uh, is that the three wise men giving gifts? Well, it, it could does be. It, does it I mean, stem from that? Well, it could be. I mean, it also. I mean, interesting enough, Saint Nicholas had his feast day the other day on the sixth of oh, December, yeah. and Saint Nicholas uh, famously said it was a bishop, and he um, he would give gifts yes. to children and give gifts to there's a story that I read because we we celebrated his feast day it happened to fall on the day that we have our midweek communion so we did a little uh uh service in in honor of St Nicholas and um I read in his little biography that he once gave dowries to some prostitutes which meant oh, they could right. be freed wow. from their life of prostitution because they wow. had enough money to get married right um and uh, so that gift that he gave them was was as part of where that you know all the legends of of gift giving associate with wow. Saint Nicholas, which of course is where we get Santa Claus from. Yes, um, and so you know, but it's fascinating, you know, all these. Th- I mean, who really knows where it came from? But it's, uh, it's yeah. I heard something like he, her, there was a man with a family who was really struggling, and he kept um throwing bags of <laughs> coins yeah in the window um, through his window yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It, like scampering off um, <laughs> which is lovely and, isn't it you know yeah yes and there's this old sort of legend that he threw it through the window and it happened to land in a stocking that was drying by the fire no nice. which is why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if that's true but uh Apparently that's why we have stockings, but um, and and this know. is this is the thing though, isn't it? It's like it's you know, who knows what's myth and what's fact? But it's, I know, um, does it matter? But it's it's just lovely, isn't it? You know, um, yeah. Speaking of which, Rob, that I mean, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know where you were going to go with this today, but but the I have um, no the, plan. You this have no plan. Okay, man. well that well that that works out <laughs> quite well because um, as as part of um, what I thought would be fun for us to do on this podcast, um, I've made a a Christmas quiz for you. Yes, which is called Bible or Baloney. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe that needs a theme tune, Rob. Bible or Baloney. 
So I put one in there. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Um, so I actually tried this quiz out on my youth group while we were eating our meal at the Christmas party, and um, to see whether they knew the answers. And they they uh, they did not too bad. I think they probably got about. Oh, the pressure's on. About, How old are these? People, these are like 10, uh, sort of 11, 12, 13 year olds. Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give you this quiz and we'll see. Okay, um, having done a little bit of Santa myth or fact or whatever type stuff, um, this is this is, um, I'm gonna read you 10 facts, Rob. Okay, and okay. then what I want you to tell me is, are they in the Bible or are they baloney? In other words, are they, are they made up through later tradition? Okay. okay. So, okay. you know, th- that this is leaving aside the question as to whether there's any tradition in the Bible already by the time it's written, or there are already traditions. It, you know, that's a whole question for another day, but this is more of a lay hard thing. Is it in the Bible or is it or is it I'm something confused that was made up already? <laughs> Never mind. We can edit the confusion out or we can blame it on the eggnog. Um, <laughs> so okay, so which of the following facts are in the Bible's version of the Christmas story? And which were made up later, okay? Okay. So num- Okay, here we go. Bible or baloney? <laughs> Question one. An angel called Gabriel appeared to Mary, telling her she was going to give birth to Jesus. Wow, I think that's Bible. Correct. It is yes! Bible. Yep. Yes! The in- <laughs> Oh, phew. Okay, first one to... That's good. You can relax now. Um, Yes, the the angel is named Gabriel in the Bible uh, in Luke chapter 2. So there you go. So well done. A good start, Rob. Right, question number two. Mary and Joseph were not married when Mary was found to be pregnant. Is that Bible or baloney? Oh. Oh, no. I'm a bit confused by this one. <laughs> Just go, go with oh. your gut. Go with your gut. Wow, I, d- I don't know what my gut's saying. I'll just say Bible. True. Well done. It is yeah! the Bible. So the Bible says that they were they were engaged to each other. They were betrothed. So they were promised to each other in marriage. Those days, marriages are probably kind of arranged marriages a lot of the time between two families or something. So they'd been, mm. they were engaged to be married, but they hadn't actually been married <clears throat> um, when Ma- Mary was found to be pregnant. Yeah. So she was an un, uh, okay. un, un uh, out of wedlock, as it were, which yes. is why Joseph but- pran- planned to divorce her quietly because yes. it would have been a bit of a scandal, so they say. <clears throat> so anyway, I, there you go. And I, and have you, I'm, Risk of going off on a tangent here <laughs> out right. of the quiz. Um, I heard that the translation of Virgin, mm. as in Virgin Mary, um, it it could mean um, just young girl. Yeah. So is it, that, have you heard that? Is yeah, that... and it's it is true. So if you, it's it's a quotation oh. from the prophet Isaiah. Um, Referring to probably something totally different, but the the Jewish people uh, interpreted those a lot of a lot of particularly Isaiah a lot of his um, prophecies as being about the coming Messiah, and so when Christians mm. latched onto the idea that the Messiah had come and was Jesus, they interpreted a lot of those prophecies. Um, it's interesting because you have 
I don't know how much you want to get into this in the middle of the of the fun, lighthearted quiz. Oh yeah, <laughs> listeners may find it interesting. So, as far from what I, from memory, um, the translation "virgin" is is from the Septuagint, which is the the um, the Greek Old Testament. So, in in the, when Jesus was around, his generation, the Bible that most Jews read was written in Greek. And it was called the Septuagint because it was translated by these 70 scholars, supposedly. Um, and in there, it uses the, the word virgin. Um, mm. But actually, the, the word that's used in Hebrew probably could just mean young woman. It could mean virgin, but it doesn't necessarily. It could just mean right. young woman. So, um, right. so to, to, in other words, the, the, the problem is when if you, put, if you throw too much theological weight behind the idea that Mary was a virgin um, <clears throat> because of the prophecy, you could be, you know, building a bit of a house on sand there. But, um, mm. but in some ways, I mean, the, you know, putting aside the how easy it is to believe in the virgin birth, the, the, um, the whole way that the New Testament is written um, presupposes, I think, that you know that Mary had a baby by miraculously, so that um, right. you know by the Holy Spirit. You know that's that's mm. what it that's what is driving at really. So um, so yes, it's an it's an interesting one, but it's uh, you know that you don't need that word to be translated that way in order to have build that theology because it's it's there in it's there anyway. Um, the whole the whole idea is that Jesus is is special, <laughs> yes, and it's not yes. like other babies. Um, okay, okay, because, fantastic. Yeah, so there you go. There's a Th- thanks for that explanation. Right, <laughs> back to the quiz. Back to the quiz. Cue theme tune. Um, okay, <laughs> number question number three. Mary travelled to Bethlehem on the back of a donkey. Is that Bible? Or baloney. Uh, oh well, I'm gonna say Bible. Uh-uh. Uh. No, there's no mention of a donkey whatsoever. But uh, it just doesn't mention it. As far as I know, there's there's no mention of donkeys until we get to Palm Sunday in the Gospels, um, which is obviously when Jesus rides a donkey into Jerusalem. Um, Maybe yeah. if you can, if anyone knows of a, a, an earlier reference to a donkey, then maybe they can write in and tell us. But um, <laughs> I'm sure you have nothing else to do over Christmas, so you can look up donkey references in the New Testament. But um, anyway, yeah. So the whole singing little donkey and all that is is just made up. Um, but you know, th- they had to get to Bethlehem somehow from um, yeah. from Nazareth. So uh, and and she was from- heavily pregnant. Well, supposedly, yeah. So, so she must, yeah. It's, it's, it's a reasonable assumption that some beast of burden was utilised, but it doesn't actually yeah. say. Okay. 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 Interesting. There you go. Okay. Hopefully, not ruined little donkey for anyone. But um, okay. Number four. When the angels appeared to the shepherds, at the time they were washing their socks. Is that Bible or baloney? <laughs> I'm gonna say. Baloney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Well done. Um, um, it's that comes from a, a, a popular joke version of while shepherds washed watched their flocks by night. Um, oh, there's, I a, see. there's a joke version that says while shepherds 
washed their socks. But no, they were watching their flocks. Interestingly, the the carol while shepherds watched was written. Um, if you sing it, which you may do over Christmas period, or if you read the words, um, it was written to be a, a fully biblical carol with no extrapolation. So if you if you read it, it's pretty much the exact text from oh, Luke right. two, just put into verse form. And ah. it's and and for that reason, it's probably one of the more boring carols. Um, <laughs> There's no donkeys. There's you know. There's no magic. It's just like well, the shepherds are doing their thing. But you know, they they to get visited by a, a shining throng of angels. So it's it's pretty cool already. But it the person that wrote it anyway wanted to write. Uh, you know, they were like, we're not going to have any of this made up nonsense. We're going to have what the Bible says. So so it's a slightly puritanical Carol, shall oh, okay. we say? Um, puritanical Carol. I'm sure I used to go out with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Question number five. Jesus was born in a stable. Is that Bible or baloney? I think it's baloney. Correct. Well done. Yay! So it, he may have been born in a stable. We don't know. Um, yes. What we do know is that, um, that he was laid in a manger, right? So we know that. Yeah. Um, because it's, that's what it says uh, in Luke 2, again. Um, and the, the assumption has been that, therefore, they were in a stable because a manger is what animals ate from. Um, but actually, yeah. it may have been a cave because sometimes people stored animals in caves. Um uh, and sometimes if you look at Renaissance and, and earlier pictures of the of the nativity, you see them in a cave, and you think, well, that's a bit weird. Um, yeah. The, right. o- others reckon that perhaps um, it was more like the guest... Uh, qu- so a house in those days would have probably had um, a family room, uh, some kind of guest quarters, and then underneath the house, so that, that would have been on the first floor, and then the ground floor um, would have been where they kept the animals. So it's almost yeah. more like a carport. Um, yes, than a than a stable per se. Um, uh, so people think, but you know, we we just don't know. What we know is there was no room for them, um, and so they that's they had to go where the animals were. Um, but yeah. it doesn't actually yeah, yeah. say that it was a stable. So yes, can I can I um can I do my cracker joke? Yeah, I think that would be a great time for your cracker now, joke because it's now you I've got this biblically wrong. Um, now I've been informed. Don't worry about um, it. I mean, but cra- here's cra- my cracker joke <laughs> that I came up with. Yeah. Um, in the stable or cave or carport, <laughs> what did a rather stressed Joseph say to Mary before Jesus was born? I don't know, Rob. What did he say? Stupid flat pack manger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. There you go. It's from the. That, the that's that's prof- the best I got. From the prophecies of Ike- IKEA. You're <laughs> <laughs> on fire, Martin. Brilliant. Yeah, man. It's all the Christmas spirit, you see. And probably <laughs> this um, this rather fetching ale I'm drinking. But yeah. um, okay, let's keep going with the quiz. Um, yeah, go. Question number six: The newborn Jesus was wrapped in swaddling bands. <laughs> Uh, oh, Bible? Bible, correct. Oh, well done. That was that was a 50-50. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Interestingly. But it sounds quite specific. It's very specific, yeah. And that's one of the wonderful things about the Christmas story is we have all these lovely little details which yeah. which just make the whole thing all the more fascinating, I think. You know, 
why record that unless that's what Mary did, you know? Um, mm. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so yeah, swaddling's in there. Okay, question seven. Now, listen mm. carefully. There were three kings who brought gifts to Jesus. Is this a trick question? Okay, I'm going to say baloney. And you're correct. But why because, is it baloney? Well, they weren't kings. They were magi. Yeah, magi. Yeah, magi, magi. Yep, yep. Which means, <laughs> you which say means magi. magi. I say I magi. Say. <laughs> you say swaddle. I say swedle. <laughs> um, yes, something like that. Yeah. People oh, usually say cool. magi, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, so which means wise men, or in some translations it says astrologers. Yes, yeah, interestingly, because they, they read the signs well, all, in the stars. Was it about the star? Yeah, yeah. So they were looking at the star, and they they looked at their astrological charts, not astronomical astrological mm. charts, and decided that this star meant a new king had been born. So they better go and see him. Um, so yes, they were. How? What? What I find hard to understand is so the if you see a star in the sky and you keep like walking towards it Mm. you're never going to get underneath it or it's never going to be over a building or so how did they find the carport that jesus was in (laughs) follow the sound of mary's furious swaddling um (laughs) Because uh, it was a few, uh, <laughs> it, it was a time after he was born, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that so, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the other thing about nativities. If you see a nativity scene where you've got the shepherds and the wise men all in there at once, again, that's uh, that's not really the way it happened biblically. Um, it's a compression of time. So really, the wise men don't don't rock up in the church year. They don't rock up until until Epiphany, which is in beginning of January ish time. Um, mm. And the, uh, yeah, even in the um, biblical accounts, it's later that they come. In terms of how the whole star thing works and how did they follow the star and was what was the star moving? And it said it came to rest above above mm. the, the, the place where Jesus was. Um, I don't know. The, the, it's see, this really is, interesting, isn't it? Because I mean, pe- it, people, it just sounds so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, people who are intent on proving every word of the Bible to be literally true will come up with... with answers for that question my my thing is well you're already believing in the virgin birth so it's like you know all bets are off in terms of miracles so you know a a moving star that guided people you know why not you know um or or you know it's a bit of poetic license frankly you know the star thing but yeah you know the the um the meaning of it is that these uh these wise men come to to worship Jesus, you know. Um, there was something else, though, just to come back to the quiz, Rob. Um, yeah. You're right to say that they weren't kings. Oh. But how do we know that there were three of them? Because there's a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we three that's kings, okay. right? We three, three kings. kings yeah. of Ori. Um, how do we know there's three? Yeah, actually... No, it doesn't say, does it? No, it doesn't. You're right. So there's actually a double baloney in that one. Uh, it's a that needs a theme tune too, did I right? Miss, a, did I miss a bonus point there? <laughs> it's a 
Double baloney. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So um, it's quite funny actually. Is when we were playing it in the youth group, and the kids were shouting out the answers. One of the one of the kids went salami. <laughs> it was great. It's like you, yeah, you got it right, but it just it was the wrong the wrong kind of Italian sausage. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yes, there's a double baloney because, A, they weren't kings, and we don't know that there were three of them. It just says wise men or magi from the east. Mm. We assume that there's three of them because of... Why do you think we assume there's three? Oh, is this something to do with the Holy Trinity or... Um, Uh, That's very impressive, Rob, but no, it's much more mundane than that. uh, Oh, because of the gifts. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So again, so what do they give? So fun, gold, funny, funny, frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> yes, f- funny child moment again. I'm, I was talking about this story with the children in the primary school. They all come over for worship every week in the church, and we were doing the Christmas story, and uh, and I I got the kids close to saying what the three gifts were, but we ended up with gold, Frankenstein, and mum. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was great. You know, Gold, Frankenstein, and Mum, that'll do. It's close enough. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, so Gold, gold Frankenstein, some more. So that, that's the reason that we assume there were three kings, because there are these three gifts. But actually, there may have been more. There may have only been two. Yes. So what? remind <laughs> us, uh, if you will, on what each of those gifts were for. Did they represent something? Or? Well, again, according to the song, they do. Yeah. So, um, uh. and it's it's beautiful theology. It really is, and sort of typology. It's really lovely. So, so gold for a king. Um, yeah. Frankincense, um, incense for for a god. So, the the uh. song goes, "Incense owns a deity nigh," which is a beautiful line. Um, incense. Owns as in uh, uh, admits to or, or testifies to a deity, God nigh, meaning near. So it's such old fashioned language, but yeah, incense for for oh, for I God see. coming near in worship. Yeah, and then myrrh, the last verse, myrrh is mine. It's bitter perfume, um, breathes are something of gathering gloom. So so myrrh was uh, was used in lots of things actually, but one of its uses was for anointing the dead. So so oh, so, um, so, it was, uh, so it's looking so it's a it's a, a typology or looking forward to to Jesus death sacrificial oh, death Oh goodness right. So <clears throat> so right hence there, at the end of that stop. wonderful carol you get um uh how does it go let me think um uh, glorious now behold him arise king and god and sacrifice Beautiful goodness, goodness. So it's these different roles that Jesus has to play in our lives you know it's great yep. theology. Whether that's what the three gifts originally meant, who knows? But it's it works, you know. It works. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, that was a, that was a good digression on question seven. Really interesting. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. okay let's continue. do a, like a simpler one for question eight, right? The, right. Okay. Bible or baloney on this one? The wise men were called Caspar, Balthazar, and Melchior. Well. It's got to be baloney, hasn't it? Yes. <laughs> they're not Good. given names in the Bible, but they're given these names later. I can't remember where they came from, but um, does it add to that kind of sense of like Eastern mystique? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Well, it, it says something about the the three wise men that they were from different corners of the earth, and they came all came to worship mm. uh, Jesus yeah. God 
um, and then they went back to their own lands, uh, to, maybe to spread the word or something. Yeah, or... exactly, exactly. That that's yeah. how the tradition has uh, has sort of has sort of built on on it all. And and in a way, that's then that's what we sort of one of the things we celebrate at Epiphany is the meaning of the visit of the wise men is that you know that and again it makes sense that they were kings you know that helps with that whole theology that actually the king kings are there there's a psalm that says uh, kings will come to your dawning brightness you know that we use at epiphany so so there's a whole thread there of of the idea that all races and all all tribes and all peoples are are brought together by by Christ which is hey man i mean how much do we need that to be the case in the world you know the prince of peace mm you know, mm. people bringing people together, put put aside their differences, and and you know it's great. So yeah, and that's to me is an example of how the tradition is absolutely true theologically, whether or not it has you know we can one hundred percent verify. You know, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're kind of cool names, you know, Melchior. Oh yeah, Whoa. sounds like a wizard, doesn't he? He's awesome. Yeah, they should start a band or something. <laughs> definitely um okay question nine here we go we're we're Ooh, getting through it yeah, rob two more yeah. to go question nine when jesus was born an ox and an ass stood at either side of him bible Wrong, <laughs> but sort of. But again, this is a slight trick question, right? Oh. So the the gospels don't tell us anything about the animals that were there. They tell us the sheep were there, so the shepherds were there, so there might have been some sheep. But they don't say anything about there being an ox and an ass, or an ox and a donkey. Um, but there's a verse in Isaiah again. You know, the sort of the, where all the prophecies come from. Isaiah one verse three says, "The ox knows its master." And the donkey, its owner's manger. Yeah, see, that's what I was going on, Martin. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really convinced me of that. Um, so they again, this is how creative. I mean, we, we again, we get people get obsessed with reading the Bible very, very, very literally. Um, in the old days, people read it much more imaginatively, right? So people mm. people read this and they and they were like, oh wow, right? So they, like Isaiah has these prophecies and stuff. And and he talks about this um, these animals, and they talk about a manger. So, well, maybe that's something to do with Jesus, who we know was born in a manger, because again, that that word is there in Luke. So, so they took that verse and thought that that makes sense because mm-hmm. it points to again that it's a sort of another image of of worship, really. That, that the creation comes together around the Son of God, who is the Creator. You know, it says through Him all things were made. So, um, so that's why again. Pretty much all nativity scenes that you see for hundreds and hundreds of years um, have an ox and an ass there because it's seen as not something that's in the Gospels as reportage, but yeah. as something that fulfills this really rather wonderful prophecy. I see, I see. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's kind of both Bible and baloney. So that was a little bit of a cheeky one. Amazing. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So there the you go. Last one. Last question. Okay. Right. This is a bit of a true or false one rather than specifically. but um, So the Christmas story is only described in two of the four Gospels. Is that true or false? Oh, I, uh, yeah. True? Yes, it is true. Uh, Do you know, yes. for like a bonus point? I mean, I haven't actually been adding up the points, Rob, but... Uh, but <laughs> I have. Oh, have you? 
<laughs> Good I think um, I got one wrong. But you think you just got one wrong, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think. we're doing. We're, I think we're like nine out of ten. So, um, so for the yes, and that that's ten out of ten. So you can have a you can have a bonus point to get ten out of ten if you can tell me which of the two four gospels have the Christmas story in. Oh, have a guess, Luke. Yep. Uh, Matthew. Yes. Well done, yeah. Rob. You've redeemed yourself Ooh, with that bonus yeah. point. You've got a perfect ten. Ooh. Wow, man. All your Christmases have come at once. <laughs> so just to give you the, the little factoid on that. So, Math, yes, Matthew and Luke. So Matthew gives us the wise men. Um, Luke gives us the shepherds and gives us Mary and the Annunciation and things. Um, John, and if you go to Midnight Mass, which I hope some of our listeners will go to because it's a wonderful, wonderful service. Usually the first, the, the gospel reading at Midnight Mass is, is the first chapter of John's gospel, which is this amazing, beautiful, theological, poetic, uh, mystical reflection on the incarnation, so the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really wonderful, but he doesn't say anything about shepherds and angels and stuff. It's, it's, it's more about this is the real deep meaning of it all. Um, right. And in Mark's yeah. gospel, Mark doesn't mention Christmas at all. He's like no. he's like the Scrooge. He just cuts straight to John the Baptist, and then um, because I remember when I was first, when I first really read the Bible for myself, I went to this um, a course called Christianity Explored, which is a sort of fairly sort of conservative evangelical course. We read our way through Mark's Gospel, and um, yeah. so we started reading it, and I was like, "Dude, what have you done with Christmas? They got rid of Christmas." <laughs> I thought they'd. I thought these they were like this weird Puritan sect or something that you've got rid of Christmas and they were like no no it's just that Christmas is everything that you've ever known about Christmas has been cobbled together from the other gospels um yeah. Mark yeah. it doesn't seem interested in it you know um which is yeah, really interesting really interesting so so yeah. Mark being the earliest gospel to be written he's not that bothered really about Christmas <laughs> yeah it's uh, so interesting really interesting. Really I, interesting I'm sure that is a lot written about why that is. Um, but there is something really amazing about the fact that the Christian God started out as this helpless baby uh, born to a poor family in a carport <laughs> or, or cave <laughs> or stable. Yeah, um, yeah. there is. You man. know, it yeah. is, that is, that is, I think it's amazing. It is. And 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 you can uh, yeah and t- to look at this little baby in human form and say behold this is God this is your God this is who you worship this is the creator of the world you know it's amazing really amazing. It's amazing. And your quiz was amazing. Thank <laughs> Yay, you. Yay, I'm glad you liked the quiz. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was it was a lot of fun. Was it educational and, uh, as well, Rob? I'm glad I got some right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Good I loved man. it. Thank you. As um, I've got you a Christmas present. Oh, have you? Oh, Rob. Um, yes. And I know you're um a proud Scot. I, 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 <laughs> and I hope this isn't sacrilege, uh, an Englishman doing this, but we'll see. Now, can you hear this? Yes. Good. Right, here we go. (laughs) It's in the wrong key. Here we go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you, Rob. I, f- I That's could just I, for you. I could almost, I could almost smell the rolling heather, and <laughs> and and taste the taste the rain and the whiskey. Oh, my lovely! Bonnie oh, good, homeland. good. I'm glad it was that evocative. Did, did you learn um, that especially for me, Rob? I did. That's a beautiful thing. I, I did. You're making me wish I'd done something similarly uh, touching now, but I, unfortunately, I've done, <laughs> like I've done nothing. But I will remedy that. But thank you, Rob. I am genuinely oh, very you're, touched. You're welcome. And uh, for anyone uh, who liked that, it's called Scotland the Brave. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yes, I can yes. confirm that. We, we saw. Um, we watched. Um, Father Christmas, the the animation. Oh, the Raymond Briggs thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. I love that thing. And um, he visits Scotland, doesn't he? I, I Do I've read the that? I've read the book of it years and years ago, but a comic book of it. But I, I can't remember what happens. So, so he goes to Scotland, does he? Yes, nice. Yes, he do, he doesn't like it that much. Well, he's he quite says, miserable, isn't he? He says a lot of mm. bloomings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gets a bit cold. Um, swimming in a lock. Yeah. And yeah. for some reason, it had a shark in it. Ah, uh, well, there's, there's many, many a thing in a Scottish lock that can't <laughs> be explained, laddie. You never know what you're going to see. Is that true? There's no sharks in a, in a Scottish lock. <laughs> no, I would seriously <laughs> doubt it, but, you know. Did you, did you um, have a cracker joke? Um, I have many cracker jokes. I'm not sure any of them are that, um, are any of them are that clean though. That's my only problem. Um, so um, <laughs> It'd be all right. Okay, so um, <laughs> you're like I'm going to have a right. mince pie. You, while yeah, you, you tell you, me. Um, you you have a mince pie while I think of a clean I joke. Mm. M N S. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker are on the Death Star, about to battle it out, when Darth Vader says to Luke Skywalker, I know what you're getting for Christmas, Luke. And Luke says, how do you know? And he says, because I have felt your presence. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Do you know? I actually used that joke in at All Saints one year. (laughs) Oh, did you? Maybe that's where I found it. I dressed up as Darth Vader. Darth Vader, not Darth Vader. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. um, the way you told it was brilliant. Thank you, Rob. I feel affirmed. Yeah, I I couldn't see it coming. Yeah, man. Well, you never can with with a Sith Lord. Yeah, you just hit me with it. It's brilliant. <laughs> very good. This mince pie is very good. Is it? Where mm. where's it? Can I ask where it's from? Because you know the, there are there are many many options available, and and always on the lookout for a well, good a good mince pie. This is an expensive one from M and S. Oh, well, I say they're expensive. I have no idea how much it costs, but I imagine it was more well, than a little mince pie. Yeah, yeah. But they're well filled. It's it's deep. Yeah, deeply that's, filled. Yeah. Oh, here's I've got another Christmas cracker joke. By the way, yeah, it is. How does um how does Good King Wenceslas like his pizza? Well done. I don't know. Deep pan, crisp and even. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I love that joke. I tell that joke every year. Brilliant. There you go. Because the thing about cracker jokes is they've got to be a bit crap. <laughs> they have. Yeah, they should be called crapper jokes. 
Right. Should we leave our 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 listeners with some kind of holy message? Um, nah. <laughs> More red spies. Well, I think you know. In some ways, that's it, isn't it? It's like you know, it's where we started with, isn't it? You know, the Christmas spirit is both a spirit of you know good, wholesome kind of you know very human down to earth pleasures like feasting mm. and family and fun. And it's also something which is about, you know, the most beautiful, amazing, miraculous truth that could ever be, which is that God has come to be one of us. Um, and if you can keep both those dimensions in view, both the, the human and the divine, then I think you've understood what Christmas is about. Boom. And with that, he dropped the mic. <laughs> Beautiful, Martin. Great. As well, always. We've, we've had a good, a good run. So we'll see, see everybody next year for some more podcasting. Yes, we'll be back um, at some point. Yeah, when the when the Christmas hangover has has left us, when the figgy pudding is eaten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone have a lovely Christmas wherever you are. And um, see you next year. Yay! Me. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>